0: Zachariah welcome back. How
1: you doing buddy?
0: Ah nice one I like that one.
1: I've been practicing.
0: Uh, we're doing something new today we're attempting to go Facebook live we'll see if it works but with my great value internet I don't know how that works.
1: Fingers uh, crossed buddy crossing new thresholds.
0: Yeah and right now it doesn't look like it's working very well so. Uh,
1: well speaking of new thresholds. Yeah. Um. I've discovered that I'm getting older. Um, yeah. I to just forget random shit. <laughs> when uh, what do you forget? So yesterday I was working on the pool. You know, just like normal shit, cleaning out filters and stuff. And uh, I bowl on Monday nights. Okay. I was under the impression that we finished the season, so. I don't know, in the middle of cleaning the pool I thought, yeah, maybe I should check So I called my dad And he's like, no, we don't bowl We're done, last week was last week Okay, so I was like Yeah, I still feel a little funny So I called the bowling alley And she's like, yeah, no, uh, y'all's league is bowling tonight <laughs> Oh, shit So I had like 30 minutes to uh, You know, wash off all the pool stuff And then, uh, you know Get in the truck, get the bowling balls And get to the bowling alley What?
0: Hold up <laughs> what? what the fuck is that
1: <laughs> you, have a,
0: a, a, you have a spider-man coffee cup like you are like the least like comic book guy that i know and what? here you are drinking out of a spider-man coffee cup
1: uh, all right so full disclosure it's not mine it's my drinking out of it well yeah because it's like the perfectly shaped coffee cup Explain. Well, so, okay. I'm weird. I mean, obviously. It's documented history now. But a coffee cup is supposed to have, like, a certain shape, okay? And I don't know what has happened, but we've gotten into this thing where, like, the manufacturers of coffee cups, they don't drink fucking coffee. So, I'm not understanding... Okay, so I bought a coffee cup in Disney World, right? Okay, for nine hundred dollars. Well, yeah, it was like twenty six bucks. Right, but like it's a character that's one of my favorite characters, Baymax from Big Hero Six, right? Okay, he's probably my he's probably my favorite Disney character, almost hands down, because he's hilarious, and he kind of halfway gets drunk when his batteries are drained. Okay, so. And he's fluffy, so it kind of reminds me of myself. But the coffee cup is a, you know, you know Baymax. Baymax is a good movie. Well, so they made the coffee cup that way. So at the top, it's rounded. So when you try to drink out of it, no matter how you drink out of it, it like dribbles down the side. So, I mean, if you're a guy, it's basically, it's a coffee cup equivalent of wearing like brown khaki pants. Okay. going and taking a piss. You know you're going to get pissed on the outside of your pants. There's just no way around it. So this coffee cup, it does it. So whatever. It was going to be my favorite, my new go-to coffee cup, and it doesn't fucking work. So I have this coffee cup that I chose today, and I didn't realize you were going to make fun of me. There's another one that I have that's the very same shape, but it has flowers on it. And I thought, ah, I don't want to be drinking out of a flower coffee cup on the podcast. So I grabbed this one. And what happens, you give me shit about it.
0: So, uh, I was not expecting that though, because of the fact like anytime like a comic book movie or a comic book anything, character, whatever, gets brought up around, you're like, oh fuck that. Like Yeah, well, because it's not it's not my cup of tea. Like right. And and that's, my
1: favorite superhero is James Bond. Right? And most people are like, That's not a superhero. That's not a superhero. Okay, so I, since it's fitting today because you're wearing that shirt. So, what constitutes a superhero?
0: It's a good question, because now that you think about it, just because of the fact that Bruce Wayne has nothing but money and skills.
1: Right. So, the difference right now between Bruce Wayne and James Bond is that supposedly supposedly Bruce Wayne makes the shit that he uses. James Bond just picks it up from Q. R.I.P. So, I mean... What's the difference? Well, I mean, honestly. it. You know what the difference is? James Bond has been doing it since the 60s, like slaying all kinds of uh, octopussy. And Batman, in the, the 60s Batman, all he was doing was Robin. So I'm not really sure.
0: Yeah, but James Bond has got like so many STDs. And like, I'm pretty sure he created STDs.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, he was probably the first one to ever give the clap on camera, but...
0: Bro, I've never thought about that. Like, I'm I'm, I'm with you on it. Can we clap on camera? Well, besides that, but like the whole James Bond thing as far as being a superhero and stuff like that, never even thought about that. I guess because of the fact like people don't claim him as a superhero because there's not a comic book about him. I don't know. It's because he
1: doesn't wear like he doesn't wear a mask and he doesn't wear a cape and all that kind of stuff. I mean, there are superheroes that don't wear capes, but if they don't wear a cape, they wear a mask.
0: But also at the same time, like superheroes fight people with super abilities, whereas James Bond doesn't, huh? Batman doesn't. Uh, yeah, Bane, uh, Croc, Man. Oh, oh, you mean the the villain has yeah. superpower? Well, yeah. what superpower does Joker have? I don't know, but that's what one superpower does. Scarecrow have? Uh, he can manipulate people's minds. Yeah, with, with a uh, chemical. Yeah. That's Who? not a superpower. He is, manufactures is, that shit. Is James Bond fighting anybody like that? No. So now you're saying that basically on crack dealers
1: them. are superpower or crackheads are, are villains of superpowers? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense.
0: Uh, have you ever fought a dude on PCP? Thank God. No, I haven't. <laughs> you ready to do this shit? Let's fucking roll. Facebook Lives ain't working. We'll just keep doing what we do. Let's do it. Let's go. Woo! What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of 2 Want to Be Athletes Talk Sports. I'm Ed.
1: I'm Zach.
0: And here we are again, assholes, for another train wreck episode. Once you get done with us, go listen to our buddies, Justin and Christian, over at Alcoholics Autonomous on Spotify. Links in the bio. Um, dude, we have got a lot of shit to cover. I know we've only been off for about a week or so, but uh, some shit's been going down. Uh, yeah, it's
1: like they're gearing up for this uh, June 1st shit. I think, like, this I think, is just the trickle. And then the whole dam is going to break on June 1st or
0: 2nd. I think that they just wait for this information to come out because they know, like, oh, shit, Ed and Zach are off for a little bit. Let's go ahead and wait till the day before that they're going to record. And then we'll just flood the gates with stuff for them to talk about because the people want to hear it. It gets them going.
1: I never thought, like, that I could be shown up as far as ego. And then you go and say that the entire NFL is in a conspiracy just to uh, screw up our podcast. I'm with you.
0: I don't think they're screwing up our podcast. They are waiting to enhance our podcast.
1: Well, I mean, we had an idea of what we were going to talk about. And then we were like, no, no, scrap all that. We got to talk about all this new shit they're talking about.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, that's the greatest thing about a podcast is because you can have a script ready to go in a Spider-Man cup. But... The moment you were about to hit record, new shit comes out. You just rip that shit up and throw it out the window. Yeah, yeah. So that's why we love sports. sports, oh God, are sports. I love it. I love sports. Piss me off so much that like I want to angry fuck it. Like
1: yeah, but I was gonna say, like right before you said angry fuck it, I was gonna say it's kind of like my kids. That's not gonna work now. Um, <laughs> because I mean, nothing makes you more irritated than your kids, right? But then they can do some dumb shit like, I don't know, take off their diaper and run around naked, right? But then they can turn around and they can do something so cool and then you're like, yeah, that's yeah. right. You know what I mean? But then there's other times where they're screaming like banshees
0: in Walmart. You're like, whose
1: fucking kids are these?
0: See can somebody I,
1: come get me these kids?
0: Side note, oh. I got to bring up a cool thing my oldest son did. We were in Dallas a couple of weeks ago when we were walking the streets somewhere in downtown Dallas. And this chick passed by. I didn't even happen to really look at her for whatever reason. And my son's head just snaps and is looking. I was like, my man. So,
1: was, I guess what you found out later was that he, she was just carrying like cookies or something.
0: No, she was carrying <laughs> cake.
1: If you know what I mean. I like that type of cake. Yes. Especially in yoga pants. Oh.
0: Anyways, NFL talk. Um, Woo as we yeah, yeah, have yeah, our audience sure. excited right now. Uh, I don't know if it was on Yoga Pants or the talk of NFL, but Julio Jones recently was placed on a phone call that apparently he didn't know was on live television with Shannon Sharp. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, Shannon Sharp is, I guess he's connected to everyone in the NFL. Um you I know, mean, obviously, former player and Hall of Famer and all that kind of stuff. So he probably gets around, and gets people's numbers and stuff. But yeah, put put Julio uh, Jones on speakerphone on his show. I don't even know what his show was called. Him and Skip Bayless just basically yell at each other for an hour. Um, but basically, just he asked him, um, "Are you are you planning on moving on? Or are you planning on going back to Atlanta?" And he said, uh, "No, I'm out of there. I ain't going back to Atlanta." He's gone. So I guess this marriage between Julio Jones and the Atlanta Falcons is over with
0: Adam Schefter reported yesterday that Julio or the Atlanta Falcons uh, have a lot of teams that are inquired or asking about uh, Julio and they came out and said that they will not trade. They prefer not to trade him to the NFC, but would do it for the right price. Um, What's the right price? Well, so
1: the reports that I'm hearing is that they're asking for a first-round pick. Um, no. So I'm on the fence between that. I, I, I can't outright say no. I mean, on the surface, I immediately, I'm like, no. He's 32, and he's older. He's been, he's as of the last couple of years, he's been getting injury-prone. Yep. And they're not major injuries. He's been pretty lucky on that. They're just like the nagging... Issues, you know, like hamstring or whatever. And so he's missed a few games, but he's still a dominant wide receiver, right? And so I feel like if he is the crowning piece that puts your offense over the top, say, you know, like the Rams or the Titans, I feel like those, those, it's more expensive to those two places as opposed to like
0: the Cowboys. See, right? Because I'm glad you bring the Cowboys up because a lot of Cowboy fans have just been jizzing all over the place because they saw the picture of him wearing a Dallas Cowboy sweatshirt, and they're like, oh my God, he's coming to Dallas. Timeout. And I had this argument with somebody on Instagram. He is under contract. He is not going anywhere right now. He's not going to Dallas. He doesn't want to go to Dallas, apparently uh, what Shannon Sharp had recorded because Shannon Sharp says if you go to Dallas, you ain't winning shit.
1: Right. And I'm I'm not a hundred percent sold on that fact either. Um I feel like him in that offense would be pretty dynamic, but the fact still remains that we've addressed several times that yeah, if your offense is great and it scores forty one or forty points a game, but your defense gives up forty one, it really doesn't fucking matter because it still shows up as a
0: loss. Right.
1: But Julio Jones, almost on any team,
0: is amazing. So uh, I'm with you on that. But let, okay, let's t- let's go ahead and since Dallas is on the table, let's go ahead and talk about it. All right. So first and foremost, they're going to have to give somebody up. You can't keep Amari Cooper and have Julio because when uh, it co- because when it comes to the trade, you're going to have to give away something. You're, you're not getting but, Julio for but, free. So, I'm with you. What I'm saying is, is that in the NFL.
1: Um, there typically aren't trades straight up for one position for another position. Um, And if they are, it's like an afterthought. So like the, the anomaly I guess in that discussion would be the trade between Detroit and LA for quarterbacks.
0: Well, Um, with the, with the exception of draft picks on it. So,
1: right. And so that's what I'm saying. So that's why the difference is made up, but I feel like you put Julio Jones, Amari Cooper, and uh, C. D. Lamb on the field at the same time, you can just go ahead and say that Dak Prescott's winning MVP. I mean, Jesus Christ! Yeah. They're going to throw the football sixty-five times a game.
0: I, and, I mean, and with that being said, I think if a trade with Dallas came up, Zeke would be in that package to Atlanta, ooh. because of the fact they don't have a running game with Mike Davis in Atlanta. Yeah, because Eno Smith
1: is not carrying the rock like right. Uh, like, uh, uh, what's his name? Devontae
0: Freeman, dude. That's just not going to happen. Right. So, and you look at it, they got Tony – who is it? Tony Pollard behind them, or is Tony Pollard uh, – Yeah, what? Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard's fashion. not – yeah, like, Tony Pollard's not Zeke, but also at the same time, no. you're not going to trade Tony Pollard and a first round to get Julio. Like, that's not – if Atlanta takes that, they're idiotic.
1: But, but I mean, I feel like – honestly, I feel like if the Cowboys offer a first-round pick, they have to offer more because their first-round pick, if they get Julio Jones, we not just go ahead and say, their first-round pick's not going to be till like, 24 or, or worse. Right. Right, because they're definitely right. going to make the playoffs. Well,
0: if Dak performs the way that we think, then they're going to make the playoffs, right? You, you don't have to worry about Dak performing. You have to worry about the defense performing. All right, the stuff right, that right. Jerry did in the draft and everything that he's done with the defense. Um, I mean,
1: they did Right.
0: And I'm, I'm not dogging the Cowboys on this. I, I did say in an argument with people on a social media that I could see a second and third round in Vander Esch going to Atlanta for Julio. But to I mean, me, that's still low. Remember,
1: we have to remember that Atlanta definitely needs help on the defensive side of the ball. True. So, but – if that's the case, though, Dallas has no da- no defense to give up.
0: Well, you know I mean, you? with them getting Micah Parsons, they can go ahead and get rid of Van Der Esch. Well, and I agree with that because I feel like
1: uh, the other the other Jalen uh, Smith.
0: Yeah, he. I think he is
1: a very dynamic player. Obviously, they're paying him like like he is. So, I mean, um, I don't know. I feel like Micah Parsons makes that makes Van Der Esch a little more expendable. But is he really like? a sought after piece. No, I'm not really. He, he's too injury prone. Yeah. I'm just not really seeing it. So I guess what I'm saying is, is that I, like you said in the argument with the Instagram guy, he's not going to the Cowboys. No. So I think we can go ahead and rule that team out. Okay. But there are three teams that we kind of talked about before we started recording that are very intriguing. Okay. Um, of the three that we talked about, I think the most significant one would be the Indianapolis Colts to get Julio Jones. So, what what are you giving up on that?
0: Because they already have. I think if they give a first and a third in the upcoming draft, he's a Colt. Well, remember they also have their first round conditional pick already offered to Philly. So yeah.
1: Well yeah, because it could it could bump up to be a first if Carson Wentz. Well so Carson Wentz, barring an injury, is gonna play seventy five percent of the snaps. So he right. that, that will be a number one pick. So well, but so then if you're the Falcons, are you gonna be willing to accept
0: a first round pick in 2023? No. You need something so next either. year. I'm so the the Titans are appealing to me because I think they have draft picks to give up. And him and A.J. Brown together would just be nasty. Uh, Granted, you have Ryan Tannehill, too, in my opinion, is slightly under Matt Ryan, so you're getting the same package. Um, But you're you're getting a more dynamic running game. So the the load that's on him
1: in Atlanta would not be there in Tennessee. True. Right? So he would get a a lot less targets. But he, the entire offense wouldn't necessarily be on him. I mean, granted, this last season, Calvin Ridley
0: kind of took a lot away Calvin from that. Calvin Ridley, my God.
1: Um, I mean, yeah, the, the the wide receivers that were in Atlanta were – So on, I mean,
0: at, They got Kyle Pitts this offseason in the uh, the draft. So that that is even more dangerous because I can't wait to see what kind of packages they run with him. Yeah,
1: especially like flexing him out. Oh, my God. Because remember remember how they used to do Jimmy Graham when Jimmy Graham was, like, at the top of his game? Yes. And even Jimmy Graham, like, he played wide receiver so much, he tried to get paid like a wide receiver. Right. This dude actually is a wide receiver in a tight end body. It is insane. Monster. But anyway, yeah, I, I feel like either, either one, Colts or Titans, that would be good. But Jalen Ramsey has been trying to recruit Julio to come yes. to L.A.
0: I'm glad you brought that um, up.
1: That would be a hell of a place for him to go. They,
0: I think in that kind of package,
1: you're giving up Cooper Cup, uh, well, and that uh, that's probably okay. But think about the last time Matthew Stafford had a big time wide
0: receiver to just go get it. Yeah, but he didn't have a big time wide receiver that was thirty something years old. You had a twenty. No, that's old. true
1: because Calvin Calvin Johnson retired at thirty.
0: Right, but. I, I don't think there's enough on that offense to give Julio the ball without being double covered. I think if you go okay. to, if you go to a team like, like I said, Tennessee, you know you've got to worry about AJ Brown and Julio. That's scary. Then you got to worry about Derrick Henry. Um, yeah, a, another team
1: had too many safeties on the field or too many cornerbacks on the field because then all of a sudden they start running the football.
0: So I'm going to give you six teams, and you tell me. The best team that has a chance of getting them, okay? You ready? Okay. The Patriots. The Titans. Uh, all right. The Niners. Alright. The Chiefs. Yeah. Chargers and Colts. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> um I'm
1: gonna rule out the Chiefs. Okay. Um, I don't really, I don't really have a reason as to why. Because you don't want to see him there. I mean, clearly no. Clearly, I don't want to see him. I don't want to see any good player go. But
0: Bro, I say that, well? and I really like Patrick Mahomes. So, Could you imagine um, that? Sammy I, Walk or not Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Julio Jones, McCall Hardman Jr. Oh. Kansas City fans right now are just, like, gushing. Yeah. You, you can't stop that team for at least three years.
1: I mean, well, that's not necessarily true. But, I mean, they didn't score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, that should t- kind of tell you that, true. you know, stuff can happen. Um, granted, they had, you know, eighth graders playing tackle, so it's a little bit <laughs> The Patriots are intriguing, but I don't think Julio Jones wants to go there because Cam Newton can't throw the football. Cam's three games and out. You think – I mean, I, that would be terrible. So that's another thing is that I feel like if Julio Jones goes to the Patriots, then that just instantly means that Matt Jones has to be the starter by week six. All right. He has to be. And I don't want to believe that because as much, as, as much fun as it was to watch the Broncos mount the Panthers in the Super Bowl – like I really wanted to see Cam come back.
0: I just got a visual of those two animals mounting, and it was quite intriguing. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm all, I'm all for
1: like helping out Cam Newton, but I just don't I don't see that scenario helping out Cam. I think that okay. ends Cam's career. So for my heart, I'm going to rule out the Patriots. Okay. Um, the 49ers. The 49ers used a lot of their draft capital to move up to number three okay so i'm gonna rule them out because they use those first round picks so i guess we're just gonna go ahead and decide that julio jones is a first round pick talent so oh we never really finished that argument i was just gonna say that i feel like he's a first round talent if i mean he's a he's worth a first round pick if you get him and win the super bowl (sighs) And so the next two teams on the list the Chargers and the Titans. The Chargers are not anywhere near winning a Super Bowl. Okay. So I'm going to rule out the Chargers because I feel like that they're just not ready to sacrifice that much of their
0: future. So let's just let's just say that the Chargers offer a first next year first round pick and Whatever, right? A defensive player. I don't even know who's on their defense. Um, I mean,
1: the defense sad, but
0: well, it's getting there. Derwin We're James. Right Derwin James. But, All right, I'm just pulling a name off well, the depth chart. Okay, you know, that he's means injury prone. Got hurt, right? So. Um, but let's just say they get them. You don't think within three years they are Super Bowl contenders?
1: Well, it depends on how uh, Herbert goes through Hebert. this season. He could be – he could fall flat.
0: That is true.
1: And it is a sophomore curse, it seems like. Every quarterback goes through that sophomore slump where
0: they fuck up. Except for Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Both second year, one MVP.
1: Yeah, but um, other than arm strength, is Justin
0: Herbert on their level? No. And that was an argument that brought up, too. Somebody said, does Justin uh, Herbert wear it, win MVP his second year? No. No. No.
1: Not at all. So I feel like you can rule out the Chargers, because I feel like they're just going to build that team up through the draft right now. While And then, you know, like if Herbert has another good year this season and then it's like it's solidified, he's the guy, then I think next season you'll see them go after free agents pretty strongly to try to – Win a, win a Super Bowl in that five-year window of the cheap quarterback contract. So I feel like it's between the Colts and the Titans. I know you didn't put Colts on your list, but I added them because. No, they're on what?
0: there. They were part of the six.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I only wrote down five. So then that's my fault. I slacked off
0: and I'm going to pick the Colts. All right. Who are you giving up though?
1: Well, so that's the catch, but I, I think you can do it without giving up players. Uh, A first round pick and a third round pick. Now the the catch would be if the Falcons don't want to take a 2023 first round pick, then he goes to the Titans.
0: Looking at the roster right now, I don't see him going there because of the fact that the past two years that they, with regards to this year, 2019, 2020, they drafted two wide receivers And they just picked up Julio, or not Julio, uh, T.Y. Hilton for, what, two years or something like that off his free agency. I don't see them going that route. Um, Michael Pittman Jr. came out last year and showed that he is something worth value. Paris Campbell is the only question mark on that team right now because of the fact that he's been injury prone his rookie year and last year. They are putting a lot of hope into him being what they thought he was going to be when they drafted him. So if he comes out in 2021 and is not injured for the first part um, and does what they expected him to do, why they drafted him, there's no point in having Julio. And there's, do you like would the Colts really trade Julio to get T.Y. like. Or would the Colts trade T.Y. to get Julio? Excuse me.
1: No, I, I think no matter what, T.Y. stays on that team. So, so I mean, unless but,
0: you're, you're going to give up, like, Marlon Mack or Naheem Hines, which is a possibility because, again, the running back game in Atlanta is piss poor. So, right.
1: um, But I feel, like, I feel like with Michael Pittman on the field and Julio Jones on the other side, right, I feel like that allows you to ease Paris Campbell into your game. And you don't require too much from him. And then if he does get injured, which he always has, right, you still have Julio fucking Jones to throw the football to. And uh, I, I, I'm thinking that the team that has basically put their entire future in the hands of Carson Wentz, I kind of feel like they want to put a bunch of pieces around him so that way he has no excuse but to succeed. True. Um. It's, it's kind of like an insurance policy because, like you said, Paris Campbell can't stay healthy. How many years has he been in the league? Three?
0: Two. He's going on his third year.
1: This is his third year? Okay. Yeah. So, and he hasn't played more than four games?
0: Something like that.
1: So, I'm – I am mean, if I'm a Colts GM, I'm going to have a hard time. Because if I know I can pick up the phone and I can offer a first and a third and get an all-pro like Julio Jones – yeah. I mean, that's hard to pass up when you're inside that window to try to win. Paris Campbell played a total of
0: nine games in two years. Okay. So he played one, he played five in one year. (laughs) Seven and two. Um,
1: Whatever.
0: I like the Colts, don't get me wrong. I agree with you. I think that would be a a, a good fit, but that's a lot of uh, proving that needs to go on with that team in a whole, not only Carson Wentz and stuff like that. Whereas Tennessee has shown that they can get all the way, at least to the AFC championship. And putting him, putting Julio on that team, I think is that little push that gets them possibly into the Super Bowl. Uh, And
1: that's what I was saying. I feel like if you're going to give up draft picks – For an an aging wide receiver, it has to be that small piece that pushes you to be a championship
0: team. And Tennessee, out of those six, I think is the perfect fit. Now, if you also look, all those teams were AFC teams as well. None of them were listed as NFC. So um, I think with Atlanta coming out and saying that they're not going to go NFC unless the price is right, I don't see any NFC team giving the right price, quote-unquote. So. I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there after June 1st, we're going to see Julio Jones in the Tennessee Titan Jersey. As much as I hate saying that um, I see them doing that just because of the fact that he is that last piece of that offense that gets them to where they need to be.
1: Yeah. And, and I, I feel like, I feel like that's correct. Um, the, the playoffs always make it to where the, the defensive coordinators, they just want to take away what you're good at. Yep. And, you know, obviously with Derrick Henry getting the ball 25, 30 times a game, that's clearly what they're good at. So, if you throw in Julio Jones on the outside, that's another dynamic that the defense, they just can't put eight men in the box and try to stop you because then, all right, now Julio's one-on-one coverage or A.J. Brown on the other side, he's one-on-one coverage. One of those one of those guys is going to win. So, and I feel like even now, now that we're talking about it, it makes it even more sense that he goes to the Colts because both of those running backs that you mentioned, they're both expend. One of them is expendable. I think both because, of them are. Well, I mean, they could be. But what I'm saying is, you have Jonathan Taylor. Yep. Right, that you drafted that showed out, and one of the other guys is all you need for like a change of pace guy. I mean, I, I just I think the writing could be on the wall for one of those guys. I think the one drawback, like you said, is that conditional first round pick to the Eagles. Yep. So that that might be the one the one thing that changes it to where he becomes a Tennessee Titan. The the question then would be though, if he becomes a Tennessee Titan, who wears number eleven? You think AJ Brown gives it up or what?
0: I think he would because he's come out and said that Julio is his, his idol. His idol, right? Like he would give he would probably give that number up in a heartbeat. Um, he's probably getting his people to text Julio's people and be like, "Yo, bro, hey, I'll wear yeah, it's already yours. I I, ain't I'll gonna fight you over it. I'll wear negative seven if you want me to. I don't give a damn."
1: Um so- with, with the rules where they they changed it to where you can wear uh you can wear single digit numbers as wide receivers and all that kind of stuff. There might be a change there anyway. You know. Do you see they put Mac Jones in number fifty? That's odd.
0: That's weird, right?
1: I I don't think that that's. Going to be a permanent thing. That's
0: just. I didn't read on it, but I just saw a photo of him in uh, OTAs, where he was wearing number fifty. Yeah, that's weird. With uh, us talking about June first, I want to play a game with you called Nabra or Shit Yeah, homie. (laughs) I love the name. Yeah, let's do that. All right, so I'm going to give you some NFL trade predictions, and you tell me Nabra or Shit Yeah, homie. You ready? All right. Right out the gate, Julio Jones to the Jags with the trade being as followed Atlanta getting a second round pick and LaVisca Chenault Jr. Nah, bro. All right. Nah. Zach Ertz to the Bills with uh, the Eagles getting 2022 20, seventh round pick and tight end Tommy Sweeney. Nah, bro. Okay. Richard Sherman stays with the 49ers for a one-year deal, $4 million. Shit, yeah, homie. <laughs> that's going to happen. Uh, Russell, I'm going to butcher this, Okung to the Steeler. Uh, signs a one-year deal with the Steelers, $6.5 Offensive tackle.
1: Maybe. I don't know. I know that's not a choice, but Maybe. <laughs>
0: Okay, Golden Tate to the Titans signs a one-year deal for $1.1 $1. $1 Nah, bro. <laughs> and finally, Todd Gurley to the Chiefs signs a one-year deal for $1.1 $1. $1
1: million. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> the problem is, though, is that it's going to be for a little bit more money.
0: You think? Yeah. How much did uh, McCoy take when he went to – think two and a half bro i just realized mcquay's a two-time super bowl champ with yeah we
1: talked about that on the podcast yeah a while back and i fucked that up because i was like who the hell did he win the super bowl with and i was like oh yeah the last two teams
0: he was on idiot that dude's straight luck right there well i mean
1: he's not necessarily robert ory material but he's oh oh, robert ory doesn't have like seven or nine or some crazy shit something like that I think it's like – honestly, I think it's nine with seven different teams or it's seven with five different teams.
0: Well, he got it with the Rockets, the Lakers, the Spurs. Spurs. Do you play on the Heat? No. Okay.
1: Let's see. Um, Anyway,
0: speaking of champions – Rockets, Suns, Lakers, Spurs. Those are the teams that he's been with. But he won two with the Rockets, I know of. He won multiple with uh, the Lakers. And I want to say he won one. So he
1: won a championship in 94, yep. 95,
0: yep. 2000, yep.
1: 2001, yep. 2002, yep. 2005,
0: yep. 2007. That's so seven. if you're counting at home, that's seven. Seven with three, with at least three teams.
1: Yeah, that is insane. So, nickname Big Shot Rob, obviously. He was drafted in the first round. Did you know that? I did. I, I didn't know that. So, yeah. So, he won two with the Rockets. And then he played for the Phoenix Suns and didn't do shit. And then he won three with the Lakers and two with the Spurs. So, he won seven championships with three Basically three teams. That's nuts. Big shot Rob, dude. Big shot Rob. Got drafted in the first round in
0: 1992. Um, go Aaron hey, Rodgers. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it, Aaron Rodgers news.
1: Yeah, that's what I was trying to get to. There we go.
0: He, uh, Where's he going? He didn't attend OTAs yesterday. Is, is that yeah, a sign that he's not going to be that's there? That's the Like, he's known for being number one, first in line at OTAs in all the previous seasons. Um, Is he not going to be there next year? No. Or this year?
1: He will not. As of June 2nd, he will have different colors.
0: Bro, you know what? Like, I I gave you a lot of heat for it, and I said, no, that's not happening. There's a lot of writing on the wall to where he's probably going to be in Denver.
1: Yeah, and – so, I don't know. I
0: don't know how you feel about it. Um, I know you're probably about to bust load right now.
1: Well, so it's it's okay. It's not as much as when Peyton Manning signed with the Broncos, really, right? because when Peyton Manning signed with the Broncos, I fucking lost it. I was so excited. I couldn't wait. Once once I knew that Peyton was getting on a plane to go to Denver. I was like, you know what? Elway's going to lock this shit up. He's going to be a freaking Bronco. And then when he never left, I was like, yeah, don't let him leave. Make him sign that contract today. So, like, I was ecstatic. And that was back when people were like, oh, well, his neck, and if he gets hit, and if he gets tackled, then he's probably going to be injured. And I was like, man, you know what? Fuck it. It's worth the risk. (laughs) Sign him. Have him do a physical. And let's see what happens. And what happened? We won the fucking Super Bowl. We went twice. We got embarrassed by the, the Seattle Seahawks because all of a sudden the offensive line decided they didn't know how to play. But he won a Super Bowl. So it was worth it, right? Four-year four window, basically two years of, like, balling out offense, and then a third year of just, like, all-air assault defense. You know, probably one of the best defenses we've seen in the last 20 years. And as a fan, it was worth it, right? This time around, I don't feel the same way because I don't know, like when I when I thought Peyton was going to sign, I was like, that guarantees us a Super Bowl. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers guarantees us a Super Bowl win. We could be in the Super Bowl. I guarantee if he signs with the Broncos, like if they trade him to the Broncos, guarantee they're going to play an AFC championship game. They're going to play the Chiefs. But I don't know if that's a guarantee
0: that we're gonna win. You know, hold on hold on, hold on, hold on. And I'm I may be wrong on this, but in previous episodes you said any team that Peyton may- or uh, Aaron Rodgers goes to is gonna win the Super Bowl. Well yeah. I I realize that. So you're saying with your Denver Broncos, if Aaron Rodgers goes there with the weapons that they have, with that defense that they've beefed up with, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, all those weapons, Noah Fant, they may not win it.
1: I only say that because if I say anything else, I will jinx the shit out of the team.
0: (laughs) Okay, there it is. I am not –
1: I am not about to curse God's team.
0: I so really here's the like I know I open this up with saying I see the writing on the wall and see him possibly going to Denver. Here's my problem. Okay. Green Bay will not accept Drew Locke. They will not accept Teddy Bridgewater. Correct. They they will accept one, if not two wide receivers. Maybe Maybe even Noah Fant – I don't know if Noah Fant's better than uh, the dude's name that we can't pronounce. Um, yes, he is. I, I don't know if Von Miller would accept them trading him to Green Bay. Um, Bradley Chubb I keep hearing possibly in there, but he's injury prone. Like, if you're Green Bay, you're going to ask for the fucking moon, okay? Yeah, yeah. I, I look um, at I look at Denver and I don't know what Elway's willing to give up, right? No, it's because... not Elway;
1: it's Patton, Peyton, Peyton now.
0: Okay. So um, I'm
1: with you. I don't know what he's willing to give up either. Uh, I know that the rumors are three first round picks, and I think
0: that's too much. I, I could agree with you on that. Um kind of I, I do feel like
1: if you do make a trade, Drew Locke probably has to be a part of it. Um,
0: but if I'm Green Bay, what good does that do me? Exactly. And that's why I, I look at that and I'm like, I don't see Green Bay being entertained by that. Um and,
1: and honestly, that's why I don't fully understand why Green Bay wants players. Because I feel like if you swap out Aaron Rodgers for Jordan Love, I think you're a five win team at
0: best. Right. But still I, got I feel like the only Jones reason and Fonte why that, Adams just, doing their thing.
1: Well, uh, right. But that's why I feel like Green Bay, the only reason why Green Bay is a contender is because of Aaron Rodgers. It's the same, same shit that, that Peyton Manning went through in Indianapolis. When Indianapolis. When Peyton was there and he was starting, you could go ahead and pencil it, paint uh, Indianapolis in for eleven or twelve wins. Like that was just guaranteed. But then when he got hurt, you finally saw how shitty that roster was, and they sucked for Andrew luck and then they were able to draft you know Peyton's replacement. And you know that means that they went from winning eleven, twelve, thirteen games, one year, I think they won fifteen games to winning two games, right? And that's because all of a sudden the offense was going three and out because they had no quarterback, and the defense couldn't stop anybody. Whether the defense was good or not, it didn't matter because they were on the field for 90 plays, right? Right. So that shows how important a quarterback is to a roster. And I feel like we probably both agree Jordan Love is not
0: Aaron Rodgers. No. And he's far from being Aaron Rodgers. At the same time, did people say that with Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is not Brett Favre?
1: Like, there were a couple people that said Aaron Rodgers would be this good. Now, yeah, few and far between, right? There there weren't very many that said that. But the ones that did say it are, you know, tooting their own horn now. So, there's that. But I, I guess what I'm saying is, though, is that you at least heard it. Yeah. Right? Right? I'm not hearing any of that from, from Jordan Love. Jordan Love is not getting any kind of talk like that.
0: I, I I think there's a lot of hate towards Jordan Love because of the fact that people don't want to accept that that is the future. That is their replacement for, for Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah.
1: You know, what's weird is on, on top of all this Rodgers talk, there was a tweet that came out where they were talking about uh, this quote from Aaron Rodgers. Basically, he says the the situation is he doesn't care that they drafted Jordan Love. He likes him. He's a good kid. It says, uh, you know, they've had a lot of fun working together. He loves the coaching staff. He loves his teammates. He loves his fans. Anything – notice anything missing from there? Yeah. Uh, He didn't say he loved the organization. That's true. So – Uh, He says it's about character. It's about culture. It's about doing things the right way. And to me, that sounds like a guy who is not coming back to that team. Not at all. I Uh, I honestly think he would rather just retire and never play again.
0: In all reality, I think that is an option that people can't can't drop. Like, I seriously think that outside of being traded to Denver, that's probably going to happen.
1: Um, yeah, and, and I honestly don't see a scenario where the the Broncos can put together an enticing package to get. I mean, because like barring barring you know f- three first round picks, I don't know what else. I don't know what else you would want
0: because that's something I was going to bring to up.
1: Wide receivers, right? They have they have that. So you, I mean, of the wide receivers, like Cortland Sutton. Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, Tim Patrick. Uh, They did have Deshaun Hamilton, but he tore his Achilles and they cut him, right? So, but of those those four, I think the one that they would trade the most, like the quickest would be Tim Patrick. And Tim Patrick last season was one of three wide receivers that had more than 75 targets and zero drops. So if you want to, instill confidence in a young quarterback, why not add a guy that doesn't drop the football? True. Sure. You know, I mean, we all know we, Jerry Judy had, I think, nine or nine or 11 drops last year. and really hurt Drew Locke, you know, down the stretch a little bit. But, I mean, that's one piece that I think is very intriguing. I, as a Broncos fan, I don't want to get rid of him. But if it nets me Aaron Rodgers, it's probably worth it.
0: I, I think what we've seen Denver do recently as far as building this team, keeping Von Miller, bringing him back on his options and everything, um, I just don't see them tearing this team apart. It seems like on paper they've worked too hard to get the pieces where they're at right now. That's and,
1: why the pressure is so much on Drew Locke. To well, make and that, this, to and that this that is better. going to be a
0: trial year, right? I, I This is going to be – the the last stand for drew lock and dude like we've talked about it before the fucking internet hates drew lock for some unknown reason um yeah. they think he is utter garbage Which and
1: i still don't understand the kids only started 25 fucking games that's not even two full seasons
0: but in 25 games like people have are saying that he is just utter garbage for whatever reason. Nobody has yet to give me a, a complete reason on why, and maybe I should go back and look at his stats. I don't know if there's well, something I'm mean, missing there. But, again, I know he was injured at some parts. Um, the game against uh, Kansas City last year comes to mind when they were playing in the rain. He didn't look too good. Granted, right. the rain had a hand in it, but also Kansas City. I think it was snow, but either way. Kansas City's defense was just blitzing through every gap that they could get through, and they were getting to Drew Locke in a hurry like no other.
1: I honestly think that has a lot to do with the subpar play of the center. Right. Uh, Cushenberry is just not – he's not what we thought he was when they drafted him. I remember when when the draft was happening, everybody that was around the draft thought that he was just a plug-and-play guy. And Mm – Size-wise, athletic ability, yeah. Yeah. But I think um, recognizing where stunts are coming from, recognizing where blitz packages are coming from, I think he really failed on that. Um, There is a culture in Denver, though, um, to – even though you draft these guys early, you coach them up anyway. Right. And we saw that with Garrett Bowles. Garrett Bowles was the most penalized – left tackle in the league, um, not last year, but the two seasons prior to that. So his rookie his rookie year and the following year, he was the most penalized uh, offensive lineman in the NFL, holding mostly. I mean, he did jump off sides or he did do false starts a lot, but almost every flag, There, maybe the Broncos would get flagged 11 times a game. Nine of those flags were holding on number 72. Really? And it was very frustrating because – He would get called for holding and then throw his hands up and be like, what the fuck? I wasn't holding. And then Mark Schlereth would watch the replay and be like, hey, dummy, when you grab his jersey right here, this is what you're doing? That's holding. And it was really disheartening to see a guy who you drafted in the first round who's supposed to be a staple on the offensive line not even know what he's doing wrong. Right. That was scary. And, you know, he clearly was talented enough to be drafted in the first round. But he even admitted that he was just trying to fake it on talent alone. But he realized in the NFL, you got to sit down and watch tape and learn and, you know, learn all the ins and outs and all the tricks because the guys that you're lining up with on the other side, they've been doing this shit for a while. They're not college players. They're pros. And so these are the best people you've ever gone against. You're going to have to get every advantage you possibly can. So Garrett Bowles went back, watched film, got better, and now he's he was an all-pro. So, and then according to pro football focus, I think he was the number two or number three left tackle in the NFL last year. Nice. Yeah. And like the year before he was ranked like 37th. So I'm just, just for those people scoring at home, there's only 32 teams in the NFL. Nice. So yeah, he really stepped his game up. And so I'm not saying that Cushenberry can't do that. Um, and I'm not trying to find an excuse for Drew Locke either. Drew Locke needs to step his game up and um, apparently he's been doing it somebody lit a fire under his ass he's the first man in and the last man out every day at the facility he's working out like a madman he's studying film like a madman he's working with Peyton Manning of all people um, and speaking of Peyton Manning who we've already been talking about for you know 400 hours they're saying now that Peyton is also saying he doesn't want Aaron Rodgers to go to, to uh, Denver
0: yeah because he's worried about Aaron Rodgers is erasing anything of his memory there. I, I don't think
1: he's worried about any of that at all. I, I think, honestly, I feel like he has faith in Drew
0: Locke. Well, he's one I of mean, few.
1: i I'm telling you right now, like, I, I like Peyton Manning, and he's one of my favorite players, and I think a lot of people really like him. But if I have a shot to swap out Drew Locke to play Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to play Aaron Rodgers. There's no fucking him. way. So it's like I really like Tim Tebow, but oh, you mean I got to cut Tim Tebow to get Peyton Manning?
0: Bye, buddy. See you later. Yeah, that's a no-brainer there. Yeah. Uh, so June first, where's Aaron Rodgers going?
1: I said it before, and I'll say it again. I think he will be a Denver Bronco. I think he's going to retire, and that's very that's very possible. I feel like it'll happen yeah. after June- it, I feel like it'll happen after June 1st because his cap hit drops significantly. Um, if they make the trade now, the Green Bay Packers have to take a dead money cap hit of $38.4 million. And if they trade him, <clears throat> excuse me, if they trade him after June 1st, the, uh, the dead money cap hit is $21 million. I, so
0: I, I s- feel like that's a pretty good incentive. I say retire. I could see Green Bay being dicks and not trading him, and then and, and that that's probably. But what I... also at the same time, he's not one who's going to sit out though. He's either going to retire and go be the Jeopardy host from here on out, or go play somewhere else. But I I look at everything, and even Denver is like I've said is not appealing to me. Like I don't see him going there because they've worked too hard to get what they're going. I look at every other team. Like, I have all 31 other teams in front of me right now, and nowhere is a good fit. Maybe the same. about New
1: Orleans? Yeah.
0: Like, maybe yeah, the same. Yeah, but that's the only
1: one I can think of, too.
0: Can you imagine him and Brady facing off twice a year for the next 30 years? Like <laughs> – And and then you can't sleep on Matty Ice. I mean, he's still in at Atlanta with a new weapon. Granted, he's going to be losing a weapon, so – um, and then yeah. the the great passer that he is, Sam Darnold in Carolina, that everybody's sleeping on. I meant that sarcastically. Well, I mean, y'all listening at home.
1: And if he goes to Denver, though, he play he plays against Patrick Mahomes twice a year.
0: Yeah, to me, like Mahomes still dominates. So, I
1: mean, I know this is probably a Homer thing to say, but right now, looking at the rosters. They're not that far apart on the offense, but the defense in Denver is a hell of a lot better than the defense in Kansas City, right? So now, granted, that's on paper. We don't know yet, but the number one wide receiver for the Chiefs is Tyreek Hill, right? The number one wide receiver for the Broncos is Cortland Sutton. I feel like Cortland Sutton does more things than Tyreek Hill, but I still feel like Tyreek Hill is the better wide receiver right now. Wow, we're about to get a lot of hate mail. (laughs) Well, I mean, Tyreek Hill, honestly, he has good hands, he's quick, and he's super fast. I know I just said quick and fast, and most people are like, what the fuck, those are the same things. No, quick is like quick feet, small space, make people miss. Speed is burning your ass, I'm just going to run right by you. Right. Courtland Sutton doesn't have that. Cortland Sutton has strength, right? But both—I would agree—both guys are clearly number one guys. But I would give the edge obviously to Tyreek Hill. He's more accomplished. He's just a better wide receiver right now. So, so you know, if you're counting at home, one for the Chiefs.
0: Who's the next best wide receiver in Kansas City? Tyreek Hill. I mean, you just said that. Um, yeah. Travis Kelsey.
1: Right, yeah, you have to go to the tight end before you go to the the next wide receiver. So then on top of that, the Broncos still have Jerry Judy and K.J. Hamler, who both those guys are better than the next guys on Kansas City's roster.
0: Uh, K.J. Hamler, uh, maybe, but you also brought up the point that Jerry Judy dropped a lot of balls last year.
1: Right, he Uh, did, he did, but he was still very successful considering that, you know, the entire NFL world hates Drew Locke. So, I mean, he had 900-something receiving yards with a quarterback who sucked. Right. Right. So, and now, honestly, had he caught any of those nine drops, he would have gone over a thousand yards. But anyway. But if
0: Cortland Sutton was there and healthy, would he have gotten those touches? No. Maybe. No. I don't don't know. It's hard for me to say. I don't know. With that argument, then you're putting Jerry Judy over Cortland Sutton.
1: No, no. I think Cortland Sutton is clearly the number one in, in this conversation.
0: Right. But to say that, like, Jerry Judy would have gotten the same touches with Cortland Sutton being healthy. Hands down, no. Cortland Sutton. What I'm is i I feel like
1: with Cortland Sutton being on the field, you get more offensive plays, and if you get more offensive plays, you're not actually taking away anything from Jerry Judy. You're just getting more opportunities for Cortland Sutton. I see. right? Yeah. So, I don't know. anyway, it, on it, top it, it, of
0: that, hard to say. You that. have you know what? It, it, it's hard to say shoulda, coulda, woulda, what would've happened because right, of, the fact of course, that.
1: I, I'm just saying that I feel like if you're not going three and out as often, because you have healthy wide receivers, you know obviously in turn, you're getting more targets for your guys, right, so that's just what I'm saying, and then you, you got more possession time, you got more play, all kinds of stuff, so, but um, then it goes to tight end Noah Fant is a top five tight end in the NFL, Travis Kelsey's the best tight end in the NFL, so you know that's not that's not that that are much of on? a drop off when you compare one to five, but when you look at fantasy points, Travis Kelsey averages like twenty two, and then the next tight end averages like twelve or fourteen. So Kelsey's clearly the better option here, right? But the Broncos are no slouch there. So then, if you look at the quarterback position, Patrick Mahomes is. Far better than Drew Locke. Drew Locke can't even carry his jock strap, blah blah blah, whatever. He sucks. So that's the place right there where the Chiefs truly separate. But if you take out Drew Locke and plug in Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers can go toe-to-toe with every throw that Patrick Mahomes can make. So I mean it's I feel like it's a lot closer to go to Denver. And plug in Aaron Rodgers, and then he can instantly compete with Patrick Mahomes. I I feel like that.
0: I mean, it would sell a fuck ton of tickets, regardless of where he goes. But that that right there would, would probably higher. Those the two times that they play a year, those would probably be the highest ratings and highest ticket sales. Hundred percent. But I mean, so
1: what's terrible is is that if we look at this whole thing for Aaron Rodgers, either either he retires or he plays with the Broncos. That seems like
0: the only two possibilities. Is that weird? I, based off media reports, those are the only two options. I think bring there has New,
1: to be something else, right?
0: New Orleans is a possibility. Um,
1: I mean, what, if, what if he went to the Washington football team? He's not going there. Is that something that can happen?
0: No, they. they I, then again, I could see them being stupid enough to give up three first-round picks for them, but I, I don't. think they're that desperate because of the fact that they went to the playoffs with a seven and eight record last year, or seven and nine, seven
1: whatever, eight, whatever. Same um,
0: like I, I don't, I don't see them risking it because they're either looking at going with what they got right now with Fitzpatrick, or and then just dropping in the draft to where they get a higher – or dropping in the draft, going up in the draft, getting a higher because of a losing record, or they repeat and do better and go into the playoffs again. But, again, we've covered that that division right now is looking pretty scary. They're going from one of the worst to possibly one of the best. So,
1: Yeah, it's going to be tough. I'll um, I just spitball and throw name out there because I know that Washington doesn't have a quarterback. But you know, like, at the same time, could,
0: could you see him going to – Philly, no, because of the fact that Jalen Hurts going over there doesn't mean squat when you already have Jordan Love. Why are you going to go ahead and trade for an, another? Wasn't Jalen Hurts a first round pick? No. Okay. Oh, he was right. So why he draft didn't do the first round? Why draft a quarterback to trade for another first round pick? Um, no, Dallas ain't doing it. Wrong. The Bills aren't doing it. Kansas City's not doing it. Seattle's not doing it. The Niners aren't doing it. Arizona's not doing it. Houston could, but they don't have anything to offer them. Um, right. Minnesota, no.
1: Jalen Hurts was drafted in the second round. That's, That's what right I thought.
0: Um, Almost the end
1: of the second round.
0: Like, New Orleans seems like a, a good fit to me. I mean, why not come behind Drew Brees and play with Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas? Like, th- But at the same time, though, I think he's going from one offense to the same offense, but better coaching. That's
1: what I was going to say. There's, there's nothing more appealing about New Orleans than Green Bay.
0: They're the same. They're the same team. But again, though, like you, you said earlier, he he loves his team. He loves his coaches. Blah blah blah. All that. I wouldn't be mad if he went to – he's not mad about the system that they're under. So, going to New Orleans and playing under Sean Payton, to me, is an upgrade as far as coaching with experience and somebody who's been to the dance and who's beat Green Bay plenty of times to where he would go there and know how to destroy everything in the NFC already like he does already. So And he's getting Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. um, I'd have to look at the rest of I can't even think of who else is on that team right now. Um yeah, but I mean they have they have the ability of getting him, which I I think would be a good fit. If he gets traded, I'm penciling in the Saints. Okay.
1: I'm I'm still leaning more towards they're gonna force his ass to retire. Yeah. Um I feel like I feel like that because of the statements that he's made where he's kinda like, you know, backhanded the front office. I feel like they're going to just, you know what, man? You want to talk shit about us? Our our pride is going to get in the way, and we're just not going to let you play for anybody. You're either going to play for Green Bay or you play for no one. Yeah, I can see it. And, I mean, that's just kind of how I feel about that. But,
0: I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. June 1st is, what, six days away? It's Right around the freaking seven days away. What's today? The 25th? It's going to be
1: a big uh, – a Can't big wait.
0: undertaking. There's going to be a lot of shit that happens. Hopefully we can do a show that day and uh, be a little live on it. Yeah, that would be, that would be fun. I like, I like doing that. Uh, June 1st, we will be on Facebook and Twitter and everything else. Probably TikTok getting some info out there. So please join us on there if you aren't following us already. Um, same thing on YouTube and all that other shit. Uh, hopefully I can get my Great Value Internet uh, working and we can go ahead and do some live streams on like today, which suck dick, but it is what it is. Yeah.
1: Shit happens, man. Oh, hopefully we can, uh, we get some sponsors
0: and start doing this shit for, for real money. Well, shit's in the works. We'll uh, see what happens. Stay tuned. Y'all see that beautiful shit that uh, Zach's wearing right now with those two wannabe athletes to talk sports t-shirts. Look at those uh, beautiful faces. Check that out. Getting those rolling. Um, speaking of that, we had two contests that we have fucking failed to announce winners on. You want to go ahead and announce them out?
1: Well, so or, um, are we going to announce them? Or Facebook. Okay. Well, maybe we'll do that. Um, I don't know if the people – I know the one person that won the gift card, guarantee he listens to the podcast. Absolutely. I'm not 100 percent sure if the uh, the person that won the t-shirt listens to the the podcast.
0: She just supports it, so that's good enough. Hey, they she followed the rules. She won. She won the shirt. So, uh, yeah. right then and there, you already know part of the uh, winner. So yeah. So oh. I
1: think what I, what I would like to do is uh, join the TikTok game, and maybe we'll film the delivery of those on TikTok. Post that there. Okay.
0: I like that. So um, as we're plugging in right now, y'all know y'all can follow us on also all things that are social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We're not on Snapchat or Grindr. So sorry about your luck on that one.
1: Yeah, um, I was on Snapchat, but I forgot how to work it.
0: bro. I don't like while we're on the topic real quick, I don't understand the appeal to Snapchat. I think that's strictly for like cheaters and stuff like yeah. that. But I mean, I have it. My wife gets on to me because you didn't check my steps with the kids and this and that uh, just text it to me, just fucking text. Right. It like, to I'm
1: going to see them. Like what the hell?
0: Right. And like, why are you going to send me a video? And if it's super fucking cute or something, and then it, it goes away, I can't save it. Send me that. Right. You can't thing.
1: save it. Yeah. And, and I think that's why Snapchat had that appeal at the beginning is because everything that you did just got erased. Well, you think it gets erased, but in actuality, the government still has that shit and I'm pretty sure Snapchat can pull that shit too. True that. So this idea that people think they can make stuff digitally and transmit it, you know, back and forth between people and nobody's going to see it. You're an idiot. Absolutely. Everyone has seen every snap that you've ever, any, any picture of your butthole that you put out there that you think that nobody saw, I guarantee the NSA has a file of just buttholes.
0: A whole file of fucking balloon nuts.
1: Total file of balloon nuts. And I guarantee it's probably the most looked at picture that you've ever posted.
0: Mm. Well, I know what I'm about to do. not know it. You don't know who gets to see it. I'm going to go take pictures of my bottle. Well, good luck. Yeah. So, so anyways, y'all uh, share us on all things that are social media at your next court hearing. Go ahead and mention us to the judge and maybe he'll share us as well. Uh, Hell, you might even get
1: a le- more lenient sentence. And be like, you know what? I listen to those motherfuckers too.
0: Indubitably. So, this yeah, is one of be athletes talk sports. I'm Ed. I'm Zach. And we're out, asshole. Always a goat. Later.